Hey there! You're listening to Make New Friends, a weekly podcast about the trials and tribulations found in the realm of friendship. We're your hosts, Mary Aikman and Sienna Mooney. Let's make new friends! Woo! <laughs> so, episode 11. Is it 11 already? Yeah, I mean, from my notes, yes, it should be 11. <laughs> That's exciting! <laughs> What? Sorry, I don't really pay attention to, like, the number we're on. I just pay attention to the topic. And that's okay. Poppy was like, I need you to send me 8, 9, and 10. And I'm like, which episodes are that? Oh, my God. (laughs) But, yeah, we're back. It's episode 11. Today we're talking about ghosting. And, obviously, I would assume that if you're a millennial or a younger listener out there that you know what ghosting is, usually from, like, a dating Mm -hmm. aspect but we're gonna talk about it from a friend aspect yes so sienna what is ghosting or what would you say ghosting is so i would say ghosting is when you're friends with a person and then all of a sudden they just kind of go completely out of your lives like no social interaction no texting or you know very limited it starts to just kind of decrease um and then eventually it's just nothing at all and it's just like they were never there (laughs) like a ghost exactly boo (laughs) i'm assuming that each of us have probably been ghosted or been the ghoster yeah when i was looking at some of the research for this episode i think there was an article maybe it was the one from glamour or there was another article from talkspace that basically went through ghosting as a way of breaking up with a friend among other types of ghosting and in that one it was really interesting because they talked about the situations in which a person had decided to ghost their friend And reading that, I realized, like, I've ghosted people, but I think when you're the ghoster, you feel like you have a justified reason, and, like, that's that. Whereas when you're being ghosted, you don't know anything, and you're so in the dark, and it can be really hurtful, so. Definitely. And I guess you would be the ghosty if you were being ghosted. The ghoster and the ghosty is what I'm assuming we're gonna, that's how I'm gonna refer to them. But backtracking a little, because we'll, like, get back to why and, like, personal stories. Mm -hmm. But when you were explaining what ghosting was, you said that you were saying it from the ghosty position. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just going to say the person who was being ghosted. And from the person who is doing the ghosting, the ghoster. (laughs) I think it is a lot about, like having to just completely like you decide you don't want a person in your life and so Mm -hmm. you just cut them out exactly as quickly as possible and I think a lot of people do it in like a more gradual way to make it seem less obvious but I think it's probably better if you just like cut them off completely yeah definitely I don't know I don't know we can like talk about that later about like if you're in the position of being ghosted like is it better when it just happens suddenly or if it like happens over time you know Mm, I have some thoughts on that do you want to get into that now I mean we can or we can come back to it it's up to you well let's just talk about it now since it's on it's on the tip of my tongue okay yeah yeah so 
I personally think that it's better to be gradually ghosted rather than cut off all communication abruptly. Uh, One of the stories I was reading, this is from the Talkspace article. Um, Basically, this person had decided after a trip to, I think, Vegas that they wanted to stop being friends with this person. And they just like deleted and blocked them everywhere. And I think that that is... It comes off as like an overreaction almost. And it seems like this person doesn't have much care for the other person that they're ghosting because they are just so quick to wipe their hands of the situation and aren't willing to bring up their grievances or figure out what went wrong, try to fix it in any way. And it's pretty immature in my opinion. Mm -hmm. That being said, there have been times when I have definitely just dropped someone but you know in my defense uh those instances usually (laughs) it wasn't out of the blue it was like I give people so many second third fourth chances and when stuff keeps happening that's when I decide so in some cases it might be justified in that way where it's like you've had enough I need to end this other times it I think can be totally out of the blue and obviously if you're being the ghosty in the situation you may feel that It's totally out of the blue and whatever, but um, if you're ghosted more gradually, I think that there's less opportunity to feel so slighted by the ghoster. Okay, yeah, I think that makes sense. I think it's easier probably as the person who's doing the ghosting Mm -hmm. to just cut someone off. Obviously, that's a lot less work, but like from the other side, if someone just cuts you off really quickly, then you can bring up a lot of like worries like, oh, is this person dead? Mm -hmm. Like, are they sick? Is something happening that I just don't know about and I'm like out of the loop? And so those things can always come into play too. Obviously, I think there's pros and cons as we like illustrated to both sides of like doing it gradually or doing it like really abruptly. Mm -hmm. And, And I would say that it's more common that people do it gradually, would you say? Yeah, definitely. And um, there have been a number of like friendships in my life where I feel like it's kind of been a mutual ghosting where it's like something's not lining up and we're going in different directions, whatever. And so you just stop talking as much. And I feel like I maybe don't have hard feelings against those people. And I would hope they wouldn't have hard feelings against me because I think uh, in the grand scheme of things, you know, it probably wasn't going to work out. It's fine. And I think it's similar to like Tinder and all those dating apps and whatnot, how you know whether it's going to work with that person pretty easily. And then you can pretty much decide like, okay, do I want to stick this out or not? <laughs> and you can just kind of drop off the face of the earth if you want. So Some of the articles that I was reading to like do basic research, a lot of them that I saw were like ghosting, a new phenomenon. But <laughs> it's like not a new phenomenon at all. No. The word itself is new, I think, but people have been doing it for like millennium, you know, forever. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say, that I think that they've just finally found a term that totally encapsulates what happens and how you feel on either side you know like ghosting implies that this person died and is just like gone from your life and (laughs) that's it there's so many questions you have left and then from the other perspective it's like well it's done I'm on another plane of existence I'm gonna drift away yeah so well for me the term ghost invokes more of a like slowly fading away aspect Mm. so I think that can also 
fall into it, but I really like the whole like, oh, they just died, so now they're a ghost. <laughs> but for me, I'm like, oh, I can like die, but I'm still there, but I'm like slowly fading away yeah, into yeah. the ether. <laughs> yeah, I think that it's just such a good term for it because it's really a catch-all for the many different ways in which you can be ghosted or uh, you can ghost somebody. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, I want to know the person who uh, found that or decided that was going to be the word. Yeah, because uh, I want to know their reasoning. Just shake their hand and say thank you. It's really okay. just opened my eyes <laughs> to how how easily I can let go of people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of the reasons that you said that you and like others kind of mutually decided to ghost yourself was just because you felt that there was like a disconnect already happening. Mm-hmm. And so there was like a active like we're going to put space between us. But what are other reasons that you think people would ghost their friends? Just to give listeners like a general list of like things to look out for. <laughs> yeah. So in my experience, I've been ghosted abruptly, very abruptly, like deleted and blocked on Facebook. And that instance, I being the ghosty, was really worried like, oh my gosh, is everything okay? And I actually texted that person and was like, oh my gosh, like, did you delete your Facebook? And that's how I found out. No, they were just trying to ghost me. So that was really tough because I still don't fully understand like why, like the why. Yeah. But other times when I've ghosted people, one instance in particular is because And this is going to seem like super petty, but there's more to it. So basically, I realized that a friend of mine was acting a little shady and just I picked up that maybe they were trying to ghost me, but with like no explanation. And they were being really bizarre about the way they went about it. Like they unfollowed me on every social media except for Instagram Except they did unfollow me and then they refollowed me and sent me a text being like, oh my gosh, like, I didn't mean to, like, that's crazy. It it did it for me or something. And so Uh I played along and I was like, oh my God, (laughs) me too. That's so crazy. And um, so I don't really talk to that person anymore because I felt that that was really... Like, obviously they had their reasons for wanting to put that distance between us. And so I just... I helped it along and so now we don't talk Mm. anymore and that's fine. I feel better for it and I'm sure they do too for whatever reason. But um, do you have any experiences with ghosting somebody? Yeah, I think my main like reason why I have done it in the past is because I just didn't want to be friends. I know that's like a really like, yeah, okay, but why did you want to be friends? But like you just realize that you aren't clicking the way you thought you would with someone Mm -hmm. or you have like started to make a lot more friends or different kinds of friends and you're just like trying to like shape your life in a different way Mm -hmm. or a story to connect with this is that when I first started YouTube a lot of my friends were like some of them are around the same age as me but they I want to be like as nice about this as possible but I felt that they were a lot less mature than I was Mm -hmm. they were good friends and people that I liked but like as we like grew our paths and all that just didn't fit together and there was no reason why I needed to end the friendship from like their point of view like they probably didn't 
really understand why but I felt that like they were just too immature and I wanted to like be around people who I felt like creatively inspired by and could like talk about topics that are a little bit I guess more mature with like Mm -hmm. I didn't really care about talking about Doctor Who I wanted to talk about politics you know like those things and like for anyone listening to this like you're totally okay to like Doctor Who and that's not saying that you're immature because you (laughs) like Doctor Who but like I had other interests that I was interested in and they just didn't and so I reflected on things like Doctor Who as being a part of myself that I liked when I was younger and that's kind of where the immature aspect comes in yeah I can't think of anything where it's like this person was a bad friend and so I decided to like slowly delete them out of my life It's mostly just been about, like, it's me, it's not you sort of situation. In a lot of senses, it was. Yeah, and um, from my research and just reflection in general, it seems like that is normally the case. Like, the person who is deciding to ghost someone, they've made that choice and it is something to do with them. Whether it's, like, they're going through something, be it just growing up in a different way to you or just have maybe political differences and don't want to have a confrontation or... Oh, yeah, that's a big one for me. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that that's totally fine. And the thing that sucks is obviously, like, when someone decides to ghost a friend, when they really need to have a conversation, you know? Because, like, if Mm. your friend has done something to you and you are fed up with it or hurt or whatever the thing you should be doing is having a conversation because that's how they can grow from that and even if it results in you guys not being friends like you had originally intended by ghosting them it still will benefit both of you you'll have that weight off of your mind that you confronted them you had the talk whatever and then they will know (laughs) that they had maybe poor behavior whatever and they are able to avoid that in the future so I think that honestly like even though ghosting is so much easier than like having those difficult talks I do think that it's not the way to go you know unless it's like a chill ghosting you know like casual friends that didn't really click that's I think acceptable right I think something that we're probably slowly realizing as we have these conversations is that ghosting is not an easy topic to like nail down like there's lots of reasons why and sometimes those reasons aren't really valid but it happens anyway Mm -hmm. and you feel like if you're the person doing the ghosting you feel like you're justified and it's hard to like explain to someone else who doesn't know the situation like this is why this is it was actually good for me or it was actually good for both of us in the long run you know that sort of situation so if you're going through these a situation of being ghosted or ghosting someone, if you kind of maybe step back from it in a second, you realize like this is really a difficult situation. Yeah. And I don't think it's good to put yourself down, especially if you're the one doing the ghosting. Mm -hmm. Because yes, you're probably hurting someone on the other end. But if you feel like this is in your own self-care, it's okay for you to be stepping away. And that's why, like you said, actually communicating is probably the best. It's going to like hurt in the moment because Mm -hmm. you actually have to confront someone. But then in the long run, like you delete out all of the situations where it would have been a little bit more like hurtful or tricky on either side. Yeah. Um, Before we go on, I just, I had the thought while you were speaking that there is a difference between friendships kind of just fading away and ghosting because 
because I think the difference comes in ghosting where you are making the choice to end the friendship however you see fit you know whether that's an abrupt ending or just more gradual you're making that conscious choice whereas fading friendships sometimes are outside of anybody's control and they just kind of happen naturally it's not anybody's choice but ghosting is definitely a choice yeah i think using our like modern context with social media that a good way to realize that you're actually making the conscious decision is if you're like actively deleting people on platforms or deleting their number or doing Mm -hmm. something that you like make a decision to do rather than than just it happening, you know? Yeah, definitely. And saying that, you know, I think that I am, I'm definitely a ghoster. (laughs) Like, I think I just need to like own up to it. Like I'm 100% a ghoster. But, you know, just because I feel like I need to uh, justify my actions, I carry a lot of guilt and I have a lot of low self-esteem and that stems from like past experiences so it's my way of trying to protect myself and not like endure any conflict that is detrimental to me so that's maybe one perspective that you could use when being ghosted (laughs) by someone like maybe they're going through stuff and you know that's that's them but um do you think it's possible to come back to a friendship after it's been ghosted yeah yeah i think so like as long as you talk through the situation Mm -hmm. then like that doesn't leave any room for it to come back up later and it could be the reason of like i was going through something i'm sorry i've gotten past it can we please like pick up or can we start anew but i think if you don't address it and then like all of a sudden you're friends again then when something does happen maybe unrelated those feelings are going to come back up again yeah totally so it's like best to get it out in the open at the beginning squash the beef (laughs) if you want to restart the friendship or Or, like, even just, like, relationships, because I feel like even though we're talking specifically about friendships, everything that we're saying relates equally to, like, romantic situations. Mm -hmm. And for me, with ghosting as a term, I've experienced ghosting way more in romantic situations than I have in friendship situations. Right. Mostly me being the ghosty. And that's okay. (laughs) And that is okay. In romantic situations, when you're the ghosty, how do you respond to that? Do you find it difficult or... Or are you more like, eh, well, it didn't work out? I'm, like, thinking of three different situations. One of them was definitely, eh, whatever. Mm -hmm. Because it was just, like, a Tinder thing. Okay. You know, that's not anything. But the other two, one of them I just didn't understand because the relationship started as, like, a really close friendship. Okay. And I felt that we owed more to our friendship than we did to any kind of other feelings. Mm -hmm. And so I guess, yeah, in a way, it, it links back to the friendship situation. Like, that was more important to me than like any kind of romantic stuff and I was like really angry and mad and I still get mad sometimes when I think about it because like we never fixed it in any way we just kind of let it go and like he ended up being like a terrible person in the end anyway so it's like whatever but (laughs) but when it was happening I was like you owe me an explanation for what the hell is happening because we have been friends for so long, you know? Right. And then the other one was just like, meh. You know, I got over it, but it was just like, this is so immature. I think most of my feelings about it is this is immature. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that's kind of expected, though, with 
dating these days. I mean, not that I can really comment on this because I'm not dating, but um, <laughs> you hear about it a lot in like the media and through friends and whatnot about how hard it is to meet people, whether it's friends or romantic partners it's tough and i think that the social media aspect does make it a lot easier to just kind of peace out yeah but i also think linking to either friendships or romantic stuff social media also makes it harder because say like you're texting that person Mm -hmm. and that's where the ghosting is mostly happening but you see them online yeah then it's like it's so obvious that like something is going on like if you can't text me back but you just sent a tweet yes it happens like not just randomly or like every once in a while but like for an extended period of time then like yeah yeah and I mean in relation to like seeing someone online when like they should be texting you back Mary I know that you're not a very good texter (laughs) I know I was just about to say that I am the biggest culprit of this like I get text messages and I will say I will deal with this later and then I Then it's like three days later and she's like talking about something completely different. So at least you know I'm not ghosting you. I'm just like flighty. Yeah. But have you ever had a situation, I guess kind of recently, where you have ghosted someone? I don't know if we can completely define it as ghosting because I wanted to stay friends with this person. They were just texting me too much. And I should have been mature enough and been like, I'm too busy. I can't handle having a conversation with you over text message. Like, I am just not someone who messages. I'm just not. Like, I cannot just, like, have a conversation with someone on text. Like, that's not something I do. When I text someone, I have a reason. Like, it's (laughs) either, like, because I need to know this information or I need a favor from you or I, like, I don't text someone and be like, hey, what's up? You know? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, what's going on? (laughs) And, like, that's totally fine. Other people do that and that's, like, how you communicate. But for me, that's just not what I do. But this person, that's what, they wanted to have a conversation. Mm. And I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. (laughs) And so I would just not text back Mm. because that was easier and I could just be like, Maybe they'll get the hint eventually. Yeah. But then every once in a while, I would respond to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God, Mary. <laughs> so it was like I should have followed through completely and just not texted back at all mm-hmm. or actually been like, I can't handle the amount of times you text me. And it's not because I don't want to be your friend because I did want to be their friend. It was just that I couldn't have that kind of friendship. Right. And like, go find somebody who can because I can't do it. (laughs) Uh, Question. That person, were they younger than you? They're about my same age. They might be like a year younger than I am. Okay. Because I found that people younger than me um, tend to text more or just generally open those lines of communication more frequently. And that's fine. But sometimes like I just don't have the strength to reply like leave me alone yeah and i think that's something to be noted as well about like generation gaps even like people who are considered in our generation still like we were born very much in a time where it was still half and half it was like digital and analog essentially and like we played outside but we also had a computer like by the time we Mm -hmm. were in like third grade and like it was 
both sides. And so we're like used to doing both sides a little bit more. Our brain is wired to do both things. We're like people who are younger than us have a very like, they're just very text heavy mm-hmm. when we are still straddling that middle portion. So like, I hate talking on the phone, but I do like talking on the phone. Yeah. Like it's both, you know, <laughs> like if someone just calls me out of the blue, I'm not like mentally prepared to have a conversation. Yeah. But if like we set up a phone call and like, I'm totally fine with that and I enjoy doing it. And there's some people that like, I don't text. I only talk to on the phone, you know? Yeah. I mean, with my mom, it is terrible texting her, but uh, we FaceTime pretty regularly. So I totally get the thing about having different ways of connecting with people, depending on like maybe your friendship style or even how you're feeling on the day. Right. Do you have any story that you want to share before we take our break uh, about your ghosting experience or you being ghosted or have you kind of shared the major points throughout? this first half um I do feel like I've shared maybe the major points but the most recent experience of being ghosted that actually I remember this happened right around the time that I really wanted to do something about friendship so this was one of the first like topics that I wrote down for the podcast so it is very like near and dear to my heart because at the time I just I was really annoyed that I was being ghosted because there was no clear reason why and it just seemed so silly because this person and I were in very similar circumstances in our lives and it felt like a unique opportunity to make a friend in the same sort of boat as me and then to find out that maybe I had done something wrong or maybe we weren't clicking or something that resulted in the friend wanting to ghost me it just really hurt and it sucked you know and I have a way of like putting that back on myself which is something entirely not a part of this podcast but it makes you think a lot like you know, could I have done something different? What should I do? Should I talk to them? Or do I just let it go? And how can I let this go when I know that like, this is an intentional thing, because it sucks so much. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that we're doing this episode. But I think we should probably take a break. And then when we get back, talk a little bit more about why it sucks so much to be ghosted. Yeah. We're going to talk about all those feelings you just shared with us. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, guys, it's Sienna. Jeez, can you believe that we're already on episode 11? That's just so crazy. But thank you guys so much for listening to Make New Friends. We're almost halfway through season one. And actually, after next week's episode, episode 12, Mary and I will be taking a little break. However, during the break, we're going to be answering some of your questions and even giving some advice. So, you know, uh, if you have some questions you want us to answer on the podcast, either about us or about the podcast or about friendship in general, you guys know how to reach us. You can tweet to us at newfriendspod or you can email us at makenewfriendspodcast at gmail.com or you could even go to the website and drop us a message there um yeah we're happy to help we want to help you guys so you know just reach out if you need some advice or questions we'd love to hear from you In other news, this week's guest blog post is by none other than Katie Scarlett, and it's all about seeing growth in friendships. So make sure you guys check that out because we've got new blog posts coming up every Friday, and this one is really good, so you should go read it. Go check it out. 
As you guys know by now, we don't pay to advertise the podcast or anything like that. So if you like what we're doing here at Make New Friends, then make sure you spread that good, good word. You know what I'm talking about, guys. You know what I'm talking about. Tell your Sunday school teacher, maybe even your dog walker, or just scream it at the top of your lungs while you're driving down the freeway. Um, You know, however you can spread the word about Make New Friends, we appreciate it. (laughs) Another way that you can show your support for the podcast is by leaving us a review on iTunes, which obviously not only helps the podcast, but it also makes it easier for other people to find out about Make New Friends, too. So, you know, there's something in it for everybody. All right, uh, that's about it for me. Uh, The next episode of Make New Friends will be out on August 23rd. Okay, back to the episode. Welcome back, folks. So before we took the break, Sienna mentioned a bunch about her feelings about being ghosted and like what she should do or what like her next step was after being ghosted or while being ghosted. And so those are some of the things we're going to talk about now in the second half, specifically bringing up research as we always do. And uh, one of the research is from our favorite (laughs) blog. I don't even know what it is. Magazine? (laughs) Website? Resource? Psychology Today. You guys know it. You all love it. Love it. Well, here we go. Some psychology today on uh, Make New Friends. (laughs) They should sponsor this podcast, honestly. This article from Psychology Today, I guess we can refer to it as an article. I found this one to be overall the most helpful, most insightful article or piece of research on ghosting. And it's called This Is Why Ghosting Hurts So Much. And honestly, like, you should all go read this. We're going to uh, probably speak a lot about it in particular, but reading this article helped me realize some reasons, like, why I am a little bit of a a ghoster on numerous occasions. But I think it's definitely worth checking out, so make sure to check out the show notes on the website if you are interested in reading it, or you can probably just Google it. This is why ghosting hurts so much. And it's the Psychology Today link. Yeah, cool. All right, Mary, you want to? The main researcher on this article is Dr. Janice Vilhauer. I think I'm saying that right. The director of Emory University's Outpatient Psychotherapy Treatment Program, which is quite fancy. Yeah. They mentioned that ghosting hurts so much because it's a form of social rejection. And when you are socially rejected, it activates the same pathways in your brain as physical pain does. And they even suggest that you take painkillers when you're being ghosted, which is like weird. Yeah. Like, how do you even know when to take the painkillers? I guess it's like when you're like actively noticing that someone isn't texting you back. You're like, okay, I got to pop a few Tylenols. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe like, so if you are upset by it, I think maybe then would be a good time to take some uh, pain relievers. Okay, yeah, yeah. If any of you all are out there and like are concerned about methodology when it comes to research, this research was done as uh, peer reviewed. So um, it does have some upstanding in the psychological psychology world for any of those people who actually care because that's kind of stuff that I care about. So I like to mention it. Mary, don't worry. We all know that you're like a huge research nerd. You're like, oh, how many citations does this one have? (laughs) 
Anyway, what other things stuck out to you in that article in particular about why it hurts so much or anything? Yeah, so the main thing that while I was reading it really stood out to me is, and I'll just read it word for word because it's so good. It says, if you have been through multiple ghostings or if your self-esteem is already low, you are likely to experience the rejection as even more painful and it may take you longer to get over it as people with lower self-esteem have less natural opioid, so that's like painkiller, released into the brain after a rejection when compared to those whose self-esteem is higher. And my mind exploded. Oh my god, I can't <laughs> wait to talk to my therapist about this because, guys... <laughs> I feel like this is like a huge like aha moment for me because a lot of the times when I think about friendship and honestly like if we're being 100% real like one of the main reasons why I wanted to do a podcast on friendship is because of all the questions I have about like why is it so hard to make friends why is it so hard to keep friends blah 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 and with ghosting you know you don't always get the answers to those questions but you know like this article says it may take you longer to get over it if you have lower self-esteem because your body is not releasing painkillers and so it hurts more isn't that just crazy yeah it immediately makes me think of how the united states is going through an opioid epidemic right now really yeah you didn't know that oh my god no what yeah it's like the worst drug epidemic in our history like worse than like the heroin and all of that stuff that happened during like the 70s and like i'm gonna have to do some research on that it's because um for those who don't know it's because (laughs) painkillers are much more available It's easier to get because like if you get just a prescription and you don't really need to have like that bad of like a situation to be able to get on like oxy. Oh. And then if you have situations where you have lower self-esteem and you don't monitor it or the doctor themselves give a larger prescription than you actually need, you would take your full cycle of like 30 days when you only really needed 10. And then you slowly get addicted to it and it's really easy to get like refills and prescriptions on them. And there's these things called pill mills. They don't really exist anymore because the government actually did crack down on that, but it was like places where you could literally just walk in and get like a prescription of painkillers. So it's like really bad in states like West Virginia um, and it uh, disproportionately, well, no, and not even disproportionately, but it affects a white population a lot more. And there's like tons of reasons for this. But anyway, it's an interesting thing to look into. But going back to ghosting, even though we mentioned earlier, this is a phenomenon that has been happening forever. The term has come up a lot more. So people realize it's happening more, Mm -hmm. I think, where before it was just like a natural part of like friendship cycles. But now it's like people are actively feeling the pain and like realizing it. Mm -hmm. And like me thinking about that, I'm like, that's not good because if people are actually feeling like physical pain reactions in their like brain that could link to why opioids are such a big deal as well. Not just because of like physical, I hurt my back 10 years ago kind of pain. Right. But also like emotional pain that people are getting addicted. Yeah, that's a huge issue in and of itself. But yeah, I think that's really interesting. It seems like you just maybe made the connection that maybe like these ghosting events could be harming more than just like a friendship it can ricochet and blow up and affect more than just like you and the person yeah so another um little thing about like emotional pain that comes from this article is 
ghosting is the ultimate use of silent treatment, as we've mentioned before, a tactic that has been viewed by mental health professionals as a form of emotional cruelty. And just the word cruelty, I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah. Essentially, when you ghost someone, according to this article, you're mentally abusing someone. Mm, Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like this episode in particular is probably diving into other areas of like maybe like mental health as well because um agreed yeah you know the realization that i ghost people quite a lot that does echo a lot of the behavior i've experienced in terms of like being ghosted and also like given the silent treatment because i remember so many friendships like when i was younger that i'd be like iced out And it wasn't for maybe like a month or so. And then we'd be friends again. I think I read somewhere. I can't remember which article it was. Maybe it was a Psychology Today one. But it was something about copying that behavior and how sometimes people are more likely to ghost after being ghosted. Mm, mm -hmm. And I think that that seems especially true in my case. Like, I don't think that I had ghosted anyone until maybe I had been ghosted first. And so, you know, whoever invented ghosting, like, that's mean. Because it's it's just like, (laughs) it blows up. Everybody starts ghosting after that. But... Yeah, this is a uh, this is really interesting, and especially with like the emotional cruelty thing um, and mentioning of the silent treatment. Did you ever experience like the silent treatment? I don't think so. Not that I can remember. I probably did, but I just didn't recognize it. I blocked it out of my memory bank. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm queen of repressed memories, y'all. So I'll get you. <laughs> it's totally hurtful, but um, it's really interesting to see the Psychology Today article talk about that in such like a blunt way just being like well to all you kids out there (laughs) stop giving the silent treatment another article that i read was just one of those like lifestyle websites article um and it essentially was an article about what steps to take after being ghosted and so i wrote down a couple of the like things that they mentioned and this article was written for like romantic relationships but these steps can easily transfer to friendships I pulled out four of them. The first one was call them out, which is something that we've talked about already. If it's happening, say something to them. And also just to make sure it isn't actually something like, oh, sorry, my dad was in the hospital sort of situation. But like so that you can get some kind of closure on the whole situation. Like I'm going to text you or I'm going to be like, why are you ghosting me? Can you please tell me why? Or like confront them in person. Because if you confront them over text or something, they may just continue to ghost you and just not answer you. That's a good point to make about um, doing it in person. Or even if you can't do that and you just say, I know you're ghosting me, this is really shitty of you, mm-hmm. and they may not answer you back, but at least you can know that they know that you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that maybe that'll like make them change in a way where like, oh, I didn't realize that's what I was doing or I didn't realize that you knew. And you never know what could come out of that. And even like a little bit of cynical me says like you're showing it to them. You're like, I know you're being a shitty person. You suck. And then hopefully they're hurt (laughs) by it. (laughs) Yeah. I do feel a little like iffy about just calling someone out and like creating a confrontation because okay i mean the word confrontation in and of itself it makes you feel like there's going to be hurt feelings maybe like a little bit of a fight or something and i always feel like 
if there's a confrontation, it's probably not going to end well. But I do think that you need to have a conversation with the person if you're being ghosted or you feel like you're being ghosted. Because, you know, you might not be like, Mary, you're not a very good texter, but you're not trying to ghost me when you just ignore my texts for three days. And that's fine. (laughs) And I think as long as you talk to them, you'll have more peace of mind. And, you know, like I said earlier in the episode, it might help you learn something about yourself and if you've done something to upset them it can probably help you become a better friend in the future and then you know you guys can part ways it's not a big deal but I think unless like you feel like you want to stop being friends with them you should probably talk to them well the next step is to stop contact so this is sort of like counter intuitive not counter to but just counterproductive for the first step i suppose yeah but i think it's like call them out and then once you've done that it's like step away and don't contact them again you know that's what they're trying to say so with like stopping contact i think that the way this article has kind of set up the steps to take after being ghosted it totally comes from a place that's like really petty and like wants to kind of <laughs> get revenge so do take it with a grain of salt like obviously every yeah. friend is different not all ghostings are equal and who knows maybe after step one you know where you call them out or have a conversation as I would probably relabel it then if it doesn't go to plan or whatever you know maybe you've decided this friendship isn't meant to be or it's not worth either of our time so that's when contact probably should be stopped and um you know you can go your separate ways so yeah it doesn't have to be a malicious thing if you don't want it to be well I really read it as a self-care situation okay you know that understanding of like just delete everything from your phone and you won't have to deal with it yeah and like i think there's positive and negatives about that approach as well but Mm -hmm. like it is a way for you to say like i'm just gonna go on with my life i'm gonna like stop worrying about this person i'm gonna stop worrying about this situation and i'm just gonna like stop stop it And that's kind of how I see it. Do you think that maybe they mean stop contact as in like stop trying to text them, stop trying to save the relationship or reestablish those lines of communication? That's how I understood it. Any final thoughts on stopping contact? No, I think the main thing is just like if your friendship is over and you don't want to talk to them anymore, then, you know, do what you got to do. Heard. (laughs) The third step is to not blame yourself. And y'all, I need to follow this advice straight up. (laughs) If you've been ghosted, don't blame yourself because like we mentioned earlier, it's more about the person who is ghosting than it is about the person being ghosted. It's something that they need to work out and you guys are going to be fine. It's not a huge deal. So don't put that back on yourself because that's not going to be good for anybody. Even though this comes from a being ghosted position, I think it's also if you're the one ghosting, don't blame yourself for the friendship just not turning out the way either of you thought it would. And maybe you're the one taking the steps to end it 
but like don't feel like it's all on you because like we've brought up time and time again that it's never a one-sided thing it's always both people have put in some kind of input or I guess even trouble into the relationship and usually that's why it ends it's not always like one person is to blame it's always a dual situation yeah and I think we mentioned this maybe in like episode one about the stages of friendship and how there's a natural breaking point and sometimes Mm -hmm. you reach that or sometimes you can precipitate it happening soon and sometimes the person who's ghosting is trying to save you the trouble of like you know going through a friendship breakup so it's fine you know friends come and go don't worry don't worry and then the final one again we can talk about maybe the meaning of this but it's be grateful they're gone (laughs) (laughs) which just the title is very harsh yeah and maybe grateful isn't the best word to use here maybe it's like be okay yeah or like be settled with the fact that they're gone and it's another way of like you just need to kind of move on with your life and say Mm -hmm. this thing happened and now it's over and now I'm gonna grow from it and learn things and just go on with my life you know yeah I totally agree and I think that maybe just accepting that the friendship ran its course and like you said learn from it grow from it uh, I think that's all that you can do in that instance especially if you've been ghosted I think that if you are the ghoster in that situation you've probably moved on way before the person being ghosted so yeah and I think it's also like to bring into the cynical part of it it (laughs) brings in the whole like be glad they're gone. Like, this person wasn't a good friend anyway if they treated you like this at the end of your, like, tenure together. Yeah. Like we've said, maybe that wasn't the situation, but maybe it is that that person just was a bad person. Yeah. And they took some kind of joy coasting you or they did it in, like, a hurtful way rather than, like, a natural trying to phase things out sort of way. I say that and then I'm like, how do you, like – hurtfully ghost someone but I feel like in those situations it could be like you bring someone else into the situation that didn't need to be there and then you ruin another friendship because yeah like a chain reaction right right yeah there's this article from glamour it's what to do when a friend ghosts you and they talked to a clinical psychologist Romani Dervasila Um, who is the author of Should I Stay or Should I Go? And at the end of it, she says something really interesting. So it says, if you were ghosted, Dervasila says it's a good idea to take a beat to try and think about what might have happened. Were you becoming less available? Did you have a fight? Did you say or do something on the DL that would have upset them if they found out about it? But also you have to realize that on some level, it's probably not about you since Dervasila points out that ghosting is pretty immature. And she says that it is a coward's game just to walk without saying anything. And then it goes on to say, of course, it's possible that you'll run into your ghoster at some point in the future. If that's the case, it's 100% okay to ask what happened, but don't expect any great insights. A deeply insightful person would not ghost someone. Javasila says, adding that hearing an explanation from your ghoster is often a very unfulfilling and upsetting experience. 
and her advice is to cut your losses. And I think that that is essentially what this last step is, like cut your losses and move on. Yeah. And I can't imagine like what you feel reading that after you just like spent the whole episode being like, I'm a ghoster. (laughs) I know. It's tough. Not going to lie. Like, But obviously I think it's a generalization and each person is different. No, I I know. And um, for any of you out there who are like, you know, Sienna sounds pretty cool. Might want to be friends. And then after this episode, you're like, psych. (laughs) Um, I just want to say like, I am an anxious person and I care a lot about the people in my lives and I, 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 yeah, please don't hate me. Okay. That's all. (laughs) End of PSA. (laughs) Yeah. We're friends. So that should be like proof enough that she's a good friend. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) She's, I'm just sweating over here. It's like I'm in an interrogation booth. (laughs) So the last point that we have today is to um, talk about if you can actually stop ghosting from happening. Like if you notice it. And then it's like, I'm going to change this situation around right now. Ugh. And Sorry, I'm just like having a reaction to this because it's so real <laughs> for me. It's so real. Well, my conclusion is no, you can't stop it from happening. Yeah, but I still want to. <laughs> I know, I know. Nobody wants someone to like not like them. Mm-hmm. And having someone ghost you is like basically being like, I don't like you enough to keep you around. Yes, <laughs> it's like you're not even on their radar in terms of people that they respect enough to give a reason, you know? It's like they would rather just disappear than own up to anything. So real bummer and I hate it. Can you think of anything that would work if you tried? I think that you'd have to catch it pretty early on you know because I think that in instances where I've ghosted people I'm hoping that they'll change their ways or surprise me in a good way and maybe the ghosting happened because they weren't really reaching out or they weren't supporting me and so I felt like it was very one-sided and so by ghosting them I'm hoping that they'll notice that I'm sort of like putting that distance in and maybe that'll encourage them to reach out. And perhaps there may have been a time when they have reached out. And so I'm like, okay, we're, we're still cool. But obviously, like, that's not always the case. And sometimes people ghost people for whatever reason. And there's just, like, nothing you could do. It's just, like, not going to work. So... It's really hit or miss. Yeah, I agree. Catching it like early and again, like we said over and over, just having a conversation about it because there's so many reasons. There could just be a reason that you both could like fix just then and there. Yeah. But once it gets past a certain point, it's like... It's too awkward. The longer it goes, yeah, the more difficult and awkward it gets. And it's just like... At that point, it's almost less painful to just let it happen. (laughs) Seriously, yeah. Rather than try to work it out or, like, put stress on your life of having to, like, talk to different people about the situation and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and there have been times where I've been in a ghosting situation and I don't want it to happen, but it's happening anyway and I'm trying so hard and I'm stressing myself out so much and it's just like... It's not even on that person's mind at all. Like, it's not even a thing. So just perspective, y'all. Don't waste your time. Sometimes it's better to let go, you know? Agreed. Any last thoughts? Any last thoughts? thoughts? That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Um, But no, I have no last thoughts. Do you? Um, well... I think 
if I could just offer a little piece of advice as a ghoster and ghosty on many an occasion, <laughs> treat it with kindness. You know, it doesn't help to fight or raise your voice or anything like that. Obviously, there are certain instances where that just can't be avoided, but I really just want to impress upon you all listening that it is okay to let people go from your life and it is okay to be upset about it as well. You're allowed to feel your feelings, but also don't let it get you down. And this is also a message to me from me. Cool. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, All right. All right. Well, should we go into the outro? Sure. Thanks for listening to Make New Friends. Do you have a story about friendship you'd like to share? Email us at makenewfriendspodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter and Facebook at newfriendspod. Special thanks to our producer, Alex Papworth, and music by Max Wallace. For show notes, research, blog posts, and more, head on over to makenewfriendspodcast.com, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Nailed it.